Good morning, Vietnam! Only I'm not Robin Williams, we're in Portugal, and it's the beginning of the night. <laughs> Plus, if you didn't saw the movie, you won't get the reference. It's a good movie, you should see it. Not now, wait until after the podcast. Is this the way we should begin? Aren't we a, a serious podcast? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, second start. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Tutti Saber podcast. This is actually an historical moment for us because it's the first time I say it correctly on the podcast. On episode 3, that from now on, I will call, it will be called, the lost episode. <laughs> I call it the Toothy Tiger podcast. I'm not too sure if you said it right. This time? Oh my god. I said tutti, tutti. Tutti. Okay. It's meant to be Toothy Saber Podcast. I'm joking with you. <laughs> On the first episode, you, have, you heard me say it as Welcome to Pomegranate Podcast. But uh, that's another story. And if you want to know more, go check out episode three. The bonus episode. The lost episode. <laughs> it was going to be a regular episode, but we had a few problems, so now it's a bonus. Yeah, my fault. Well, I had a, a shady, spotty internet connection. Sorry about that, guys. Is it better today? Yeah, sure. I'm using a, an ethernet connection now. Woo! Oh, but not a 10 gig ethernet connection. No, not a 10 gig. I don't need a 10 gig in ethernet port. <laughs> So is that is that the setup for the for the theme today? Yeah, because we're gonna talk IMAX, and uh, for everyone who saw WWDC, you saw the upgrades that were done to the new IMAX, and well, it works. It was great. If you, we all saw the upgrades mm -hmm. for the sure. twenty-one and a half inch and the twenty-seven inch IMAX, and we got very excited. We didn't get the new Mac Pro, but we did get the new iMac Pro. Yeah, that's the problem, because <laughs> the iMacs were looking really good, and then they announced the iMac Pro, and oh, god damn it. Now what do we want? The iMac Pro? <laughs> we don't care about the, the regular iMac anymore. It has to have the Pro name on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Pro name on it. So, let's get back on track. Let's talk iMacs? Let's go iMacs. Let's yeah. go iMacs. <laughs> Can I start with the story of the iMac, and you comment... Whenever you think it's appropriate? Sure, sure. Let's do it. Okay. So, the IMAX started in 1998. And now I'm going to jump to 2009 because I don't care about first IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> because the first IMAX, the first modern IMAX that I actually paid an intention was, again, the Unibody Aluminium, aluminium. IMAX. It's aluminium, isn't it? Yeah. I think Americans say aluminum, but uh, for me, it's aluminum. And, and so is for Johnny. <laughs> I think you should say it like Johnny does. <laughs> it's aluminum, right? <laughs> aluminum. It's, it's there. It's the, the word says aluminum. Yeah, I think it's right. <laughs> okay. So. The other day I was looking to all this information about uh, Apple products on, a, on Mac Tracker, which is a Ma uh, Mac app which keeps a, a reference to a history timeline and a reference to all the models. 
And uh, something struck me because I'm I'm actually not aware of the existence of this product, but there, there was an, an eMac. We didn't. Yeah, there was. Before really? the iMac, there was eMac. There were eMacs. Oh, I didn't know about it. It's even a worse name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, talking about worse names, you should definitely go see episode three because I talk about the Mac Mini Macro. It's a, which. <laughs> <laughs> the worst name ever. It's the worst name. I like it, but it's the worst name ever. <laughs> Which it's why Apple should should use it. <laughs> so you were saying the iMac was born in '98, but you in only took but the modern iMac, the iMac we know, the unibody aluminium iMac mm -hmm. uh, with the twenty twenty one and a half uh, screen inch, yeah. inches screen and twenty seven. Because before that they were twenty twenty and twenty four. Okay. Okay. So the 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 new IMAX, the modern IMAX, were launched in two thousand nine. Two thousand. And they were, yeah. Those the square the squarish models, the not the the, the bump ones, the ones with the squarish. They they were thicker, but uh, it's still the same Mac. It still has the same appearance. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Because I d I don't know if our listeners know, but uh, actually the IMAX, except the new IMAX Pro are using uh, laptop parts. Uh, they're, they're actually not a, a, a per se a desktop computer. They're, they're more of a laptop. They have a laptop architecture. Yeah. Sometimes it's a problem. You don't get the performance with them. Sure. That's why some people want a Mac Pro because they need more performance. Or a Mac Mini Macro. Or a Mac Mini Macro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know if the MacBooks... The Unibody MacBooks. Oh, yeah, they were. They were first. They were in 2006, 2007. right? 2007. 2007. So this was after. Okay. Carla had one, one of the original models of the 2007 MacBook Pro. Unibody. Which wasn't dubbed Pro. Just MacBook. Just MacBook. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's lame. It didn't say Pro on it. The year after, or two years after, when they launched the uh, 2009 uh, version they they change it to MacBook Pro to MacBook Pro oh yeah it's better because it says Pro <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so they they apparently use this uh, use the same uh, technology to do the uni the unibody iMac mm -hmm. 2009 and uh, that improved the aspect the the appearance, the appearance of the, yeah. of the, a lot. I, I think mean, they, from, they improved the thermal dissipation also because of the the components weren't all stacked together as much as they were on the older models. Mm, I didn't know that, but okay. So uh, when they launched the MacBook uh, Unibody, we said "whoa," and I think the same is applied for when you saw the, the yeah, iMac yeah. because it was a, it was a wow moment. Mm -hmm. It was wow, this really looks yeah, nice. Very beautiful uh, device. Yeah, it's mm, maybe I, I really want a desktop computer with the with the notebook parts inside. <laughs> okay, so the, when the, when it was launched, the marketing was primarily focused on display. It had a new expert rate ratio because before that it was a sixteen by ten. Mm -hmm. Actually, that was popular on the market for a while. I don't, don't know why, but they perhaps changed. It's a, a fab of the time. It's a fab, yeah, perhaps. Okay, they changed it to a sixteen-nine ratio, mm -hmm. and for the first time, they had HD resolution. They had ten eighty p on the on the twenty-one inch, and they had like fourteen forty-four on the twenty-seven mm -hmm. inch. 
Also, they were ISP, IPS displays with LED backlight. They were the first LED backlight uh, IMAX. And perhaps one of the best looking displays of, the, of that time. Yes, I think in, in 2009, it, it really, the IPS was, uh, wasn't common. No, it's, it was wasn't. It? No, no, no. I don't think it was, no. Um, one of the selling points was, was that because the, view, the viewing angles with the IPS are awesome. So, yeah, it was one of the, uh, of the perks. Did it not improve the colors? Or it was just the angle of... I'm not sure. I don't remember. But it was definitely better because if you, if you had an old laptop without IPS, do you, does your have IPS? No, it's a TN. Yeah, so you when you if you tilt it uh, or if you watch it from the side, it's, it's it, not a uh, bad TN, but yeah, uh, you can see some color shifting. Yeah, definitely. Actually, I have an HP with a terrible color shift. If you just tilt it forward and backwards, it sometimes it, it inverted the colors. Oh no, it's not as bad as that. No, no, no. I see a, a slight yellow tinting. Uh, uh, Mainly on, on an, an horizontal horizontal angle, but um, I can definitely see some color shifting. Yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about HP, just mm -hmm. that uh, screen in particular. Sure. <laughs> okay, so they had HPS displays which were new, and the the front of the display was glass, and it was edge to edge, like it still is now. Yeah. Even it has the black bar. But it's all glass. Uh, at the time, it wasn't laminated, was it? I don't think it was. No, 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 they were. That, no. <laughs> hey, you had IPS and you had LED backlight. You, you wanted laminated too? <laughs> but they launched the magic mouse, and that's a big oops. You have one, don't you? You have one. Uh, I have one. <laughs> the magic mouse. Why, is, oh the magic mouse is that the one you, you can. Um, it has gestures. Oh no no no! I don't have that one. I I have. Is that the magic mouse? Well, why why? There's another reason why we. Because there's another magic? model. There's there's the, the the round one that you can squeeze to do a, an expose gesture. Really? Yeah, I have one of those. I don't remember the name. I don't think they would call magic that. No, perhaps squeeze not. squeeze the mouse. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, it's a mighty mouse. It's a mighty mouse. Like it's the mighty mouse, really. Like the the the, screen, the cartoons. <laughs> I think it is. I think it actually is the name of the product. The of the product. It's mighty mouse. Yeah, no, the cartoons was danger mouse, not mighty mouse. <laughs> so yeah, the one you were talking was the um, the magic mouse. It was one that you can do gestures on it. You have one. Do you like it? The, okay. The Bluetooth, Say no more. The, no, no, really. The Bluetooth connection it doesn't drop. I have enough um, precision on it to work on. Uh, yeah, it's Mighty Mouse. I I, I went and, and checked, and it's my it's a it's wireless keyboard Mighty Mouse. But you have the Magic, right? No, no, no. I have the the wireless mouse, the the original wireless mouse. Yeah, not the uh, the Magic. Not the Magic. Oh, I'm also got magic. It's so boring. <laughs> it's I, I have used one, and it's very strange. It's not not at all ergonomic because it's kind of a trackpad uh, fused with a with a mouse, and um, I don't think it it really works. So yeah, I prefer the the old one, uh, the the wireless uh, mouse. I don't always have good things to say about Microsoft, but when it comes to mice, uh, go buy a Microsoft mouse. Oh yeah. 
They won't let you down. That maybe there are other better mices, but they are always good. The peripherals, peripherals from Microsoft are awesome. Actually, my my preferred gamepad. Whenever you, whenever I'm playing, be it on a Macintosh or Windows PC or or the Xbox, uh, you'll always use the original uh, Xbox 360 mouse because for me it's one of the best. Uh, did I say mouse? No, I. You said mouse. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant gamepad. It's the most ergonomic gamepad there is. It's called gamepad? I thought it was controller. Oh, man. It's a gamepad, a controller, whatever you want to call it. But the original... Not the original Xbox, the 360. Yes, I remember. I think you played with it when we were trying out the Bro for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have have an older one, a a white wired one, yeah. So you, you had to use it because I can't use a, a controller. <laughs> uh, I know, I like a mouse and a keyboard. I didn't, I didn't have console, so I can't use that thing. <laughs> Actually, another thing you should check out. Bro Force, it's a pretty fun game. Oh, yeah. Actually, you should also check out the, uh, the presentation from um, uh, Devolver. Digital Devolver, I think. The presentation from E3. It's the most nut presentation I've ever watched. Who are they? They're developers. They, they make games. Okay, let's continue. No, no, no. Go on, say digital developers. What, what do they present? You have to see to believe it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. They, I don't know. They, I think they were going to present uh, new games. If they did, I missed it in the, in the middle of all the gore and strange things. <laughs> There, there were decapitations, a lot of strange, a lot of blood. There is, a, it was a strange presentation. You really have to to watch it. By the way, Sony, I'm still disappointed about Killzone Three. <laughs> <laughs> so let's return to the IMAX. Let's do it. Okay, this is this was 2009, and in 2010, I believe they launched a refresh, and it was the first time you could actually put an SSD on an IMAX. Mm-hmm. It was seven years ago, so it was not bad. You still don't find SSDs uh, on most uh, laptops and uh, or uh, desktops. Actually, on, on desktops, it's, it's pretty common now. I stand correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they, I'm not going to talk about all the minor up- updates. Just the the times they actually call attention to the new mm-hmm. to the new models. So let's jump to 2012, and they launched the IMAX Slim. You remember that? Yeah. It's still the same shape you have you have now, right? If you look at it at an angle, it's it almost disappears. It almost disappears. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I think Phil Schiller did that on stage. It did. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you're probably right. If the first, if the the 2009 iMac was look at this great display on 2012 was look how thin this is. This <laughs> the thing is, it has five millimeter edge. <laughs> But I got to admit, it's sexy. It got, it has a bulge on the back, but it's a very sexy Mac. Mm-hmm. It it had a, another benefit. While they were making it thinner, they had to change the display technology. So they introduced laminated displays. That was about the time, yeah. Yeah, it made it forty five percent thinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave it three hundred nits of uh, brightness, which I assume it was better than with it. With the was it before. the first time that they brought the laminated screens from the iOS devices to the the Macintosh? Yeah, I think it yes. was actually in two thousand twelve. The they weren't laminated. No, they weren't in the 
What about the MacBook, Were they? the MacBook Pro? Oh no, it was. It probably was in 2012. It was probably the iPhone 5. Was it the iPhone 5 laminate? I don't, I don't Perhaps. remember. Yeah. Perhaps. If not, it, the iPad wasn't. If it wasn't laminated, at least the air gap was really, really small. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> even your, even the iPad 2 without retina and without lamination <laughs> looks really good. Really, I'm still. You don't remember this, but I saw the image on the on your iPad for the first hmm. time. I will. I was really impressed. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It it seems that I could touch the text. It wasn't behind a, a screen. It was like right there. Yeah, but, but now, after using the most a uh, more recent one, I I can actually see the the gap. It, oh, yeah, <laughs> time it was amazing. Yeah, at the time it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was a big difference from the the first generation iPad. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, they had they introduced a laminate display. Thinner, brighter, mm -hmm. and uh, another advantage of the laminated display of reducing the air, of removing the air gap, it's uh, 70, 75% less reflection, which is awesome. awesome yeah. And it was the first time they were factory calibrated, so mm -hmm. at least individually calibrated. So the 2012 iMac represents the sRGB. Yes, it, it, it was better at being accurate. The iOS devices was, were always accurate, but the Macs weren't. This was the first uh, iMac that was calibrated. Mm -hmm. At least, I think it was. I'm not sure, but uh, you might be it, right. It had another innovation, which I, I, I think it's, it's important. The Fusion Drive. I was going to point that, yeah. For me, it was the best innovation uh, in years for Mac, because I, uh, as I said on other episodes, I'm always struggling with, uh, with storage. And being able to pair an SSD... Um, with an AGDD, it was awesome, <laughs> very very awesome, and it works really really well. Yeah, even a homemade homemade one like yours. It's homemade, but uh, the the core fusion it's exactly the same as the ones that can come from factory. Uh, yeah, but it's the the hardware is different, so it you could have problems. Oh yeah. Because the Fusion Drive, it's kind of a hardware agnostic because the, um, the logic volume, when you do the, the, the fused logic volume, it I think it only, it only looks to the uh, available space, to the, to the total space of the hard drive or SSD. So you can get away. There's no chart. On, you can't find a chart for a compatible uh, hardware. Um, so it... it it works. But uh, the hybrid, not with the hybrid hard drive, right? No, I tried with a, with a Seagate hard drive that uh, has um, 4 gigs of uh, SSD to, to cache uh, frequently used files. So it's a uh, hybrid uh, hard drive. And for some reason, I, I think it, it might have been because it has the, that second drive, that embedded drive. That second it, SSD. Yeah. So it might it might have been the reason, but I wasn't able to to do a fusion drive with it. Yeah. Was the drive good? Because uh, Anna's and the pre Anna's previous computer had a, a, a hard drive like that, and it it, it was still slow. It, it is. It much. is kind of slow because it's a very limited um, SSD uh, uh, hard drive. You know, the first generation I had it was a momentous drive, I think. It was the first generation hybrid drive. And it only comes with uh, 4 gigs, I think, or 8 gigs. So it's it's not a lot. It can it, it does things like uh, improve the, the boot up, 
but um, unless you're you're booting frequently, you won't notice that kind of thing. So no, uh, it's not a, a great experience. So 2012 was a big year. Mm -hmm. Laminated screen, Fusion Drive, factory calibrated, sRGB display, and thin and sexy. Don't yeah, forget thin, was thin a and sexy. Great jump for to the iMac. Yeah, so uh, I actually have the prices here mm -hmm. because uh, since we talked about the prices last time, why not now? Sure. <laughs> At the time, the this is always the base model. Uh, the twenty one point five inch costs almost thirteen hundred twenty uh, thirteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say twelve ninety nine. God damn it! <laughs> I, I said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, it costs twelve ninety nine. At a core a core i five. 8 gigs of RAM, it had an external GPU, and a 1 terabyte HDD. HDD, it didn't, it, it didn't ship with a, with a Fusion Drive? No. It was optional. But, mm. Yeah, it was optional. Okay. And the 27-inch, the 27 it cost uh, $17.99, which it's a bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, it had the same Core i5, a little bit faster, the same 8 gigs of RAM. It had a slightly better graphics card. Mm -hmm. And it had a, a one terabyte hard GD. drive. Mm -hmm. So the fusion for the fusion drive, you still have to update. You still have to do a, an upgrade. upgrade. Yeah, even for 2012, I think that might have been a mistake on their part, because even then HDDs are, were really really slow, man. And um, having an hard drive and an SSD would would have been a, a better choice for them to to go with. Yeah, especially when you present the Fusion Drive and you get everybody excited and then it doesn't come as yeah, sure. a standard. Oh, you have to pay a, a little tax to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you could already, you could pay it on the base price, right? They just, they could rise the, instead of, uh, I don't know, twelve ninety nine, it would cost uh, $14.99. But it would give you a much better experience. And Apple usually prefers to give you a better experience. They they, they did that now with the uh, with the MacBooks. Exactly. That's why I find it so strange that I they didn't ship the baseline didn't ship with the Fusion Drive. Okay, let's jump to ninety four to twelve <laughs> to ninety four. <laughs> let's go back in time to nineteen ninety four. Okay, your time machine sucks, um, dude. I'm sorry. It just does. <laughs> You're still friends, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> this is my go-to uh, expression. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, 2014. They launched the iMac Retina, the 27-inch Retina display, iMac Retina display, and uh, mm -hmm. I think everybody, everybody's jaw dropped. Yeah, it was a game changer. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone wanted a Mac, an iMac. Yeah, exactly. Before you, you had at least developers. You know, they wanted the the Mac Pro or they had their laptop. Mm -hmm. And when when the did the Mac Pros already had a, a Retina display at this time? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, sure. They probably had. They, okay, but they had, yeah. But apparently, everybody that look at, that looked at the display got got amazed by it. By because they're not they. It was the first time uh, an Apple device chipped with a, a, a more than four K display. 
Yeah, it was a 5K display. Mm -hmm. It was actually, it was actually so unusual that they had to develop a custom timing control to drive exactly. the display. To drive the display, because yeah. They, they, enough, they weren't enough. They didn't have enough bandwidth mm -hmm. to drive the display. They had to develop their own controller for it. They were trying to. They actually they were doing a, a two and a half, a two two and a half displays. Uh, can you elaborate? Do you know a little more? A little more. Uh, about I think that? I, I think they 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 have to split the the, the signal. It was like they were driving two separate 2.5k displays, because oh. uh, at the time they didn't have enough bandwidth to 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 drive a single 5k display. Because they didn't. It, this was Thunderbolt two mm -hmm. at this time. Exactly. Do you know there, there's actually a, um, a tidbit of information that is it's it's quite uh, amusing. Do you know why go with with 5k instead of 4k? Instead of 4k. No. Because um, it, it's targeted mainly to to video editing, and if you have a 5K display, you can see the. Um, have you seen the, the layout of a uh, of Final Cut? Yeah, sure. Um, you have a, a small a small section um, where you see the preview of the edits you're doing. Yes. So if you have a 5K display, you can see the preview in 4K and have the other um, 1K pixels. Um, driving the uh, uh, ah, yeah, you can see the your content in 4K and still have all the the buttons and the window and that's it. This that was the intent. It was the intent. Okay, now I understand why why, why bother why not why not just go with the 4K everybody with it. With it. <laughs> no, it it wasn't just to push the envelope and to do more than 4K. <laughs> it was because actually some professionals needed the 5K yeah. display. Okay. That's why there, there, there are a lot of, uh, no, uh, okay, not a lot, but that's why there are external uh, displays that are 5K. So uh, they had uh, the 5K display. It mm -hmm. had a higher contrast, contrast ratio. Uh, and uh, it was still at the time sRGB. But they updated, this was in 2014, on the 2015 model they upgraded to a P3 monitor. Really? I was under the impression that just this this new model had P3. Nope. Okay. At least uh, not according to what I... What you read, what you Yeah, at least not according to what I read, mm -hmm. but I could be mistaken. Okay. The web never lies, <laughs> except when it does. <laughs> it's not a liger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's another episode for your joke. Please, guys, go and go and listen to it. It's it's mostly nonsense, but uh, we think it's fun. It's yeah, it was problematic. <laughs> <laughs> so the 2017 iMac. 2017. No, no, 2014. Oh, we're still in 2014. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just want to give you the the price because in 2014, when they launched the Retina, the, the, the iMac. 27 inch iMac Retina or Retina iMac. Mm -hmm. the, the core model, you know, with the Core i5 with the, an external GPU because it was necessary mm. for to drive in that display. 8 gigs of RAM again. And finally, Fusion Drive, a terabyte Fusion Drive <laughs> on the base model. It cost, um, it was launched at uh, $24.99. So, Almost uh, 
what? Almost no. Um, it was about seven hundred dollars more than the previous iMac. Mm-hmm. So uh, in two thousand fourteen, they had no problem to give you a better iMac and charge you more for it. I don't still don't get the the, the choice with the Fusion Drive. Yeah, uh, I think it might have been because of the uh, the the better graphics, the AMD uh, R nine, I think. Uh, it, uh, I think it might have uh, raised the price a little bit. Uh, the the Fusion Drive also might have been the the driver for for and the five K display. Yeah, it's actually not that exp- that expensive because of the yeah five K displays. The displays were very very expensive. Yeah, at times. So this one it wasn't. If you compare it with just the display. It was actually a very nice price. Yeah, it, it's always uh, north of uh, $1,000. You know, it's like you said on the other episode. This is all, the cost is always relative, you know. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's, it's, a big, uh, it's a big price to pay. But if you compare it with what, it, what the technology cost back then, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't that much. And this is actually for, for professionals. I, I don't think uh, a common user that uses his Macintosh mainly to what? To check email, browse the internet, and, and do no, some... No, use an iPad, uh, no. an iPhone on an iPad. I don't That's think they use a Mac. This is, this is a very specific machine. Really? I think the, the, the Retina iMac, or the iMac, it's the, it's the Mac for everybody. You don't? The 5K? Well... Okay, maybe it's not for everybody, but no, you see... Not the 5K. You go to, you, the... Okay, you go to an Apple store or to any store, you look at laptops or the, the desktops, hmm. and when you see the <laughs> the twenty seven display, you 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 just can't look at it, anything okay, else. You, we fell in love with it, yeah. Yeah. But not everyone does. Believe me, I, I I've been with people side to side with a five K display and a normal display, and they they say, okay, it's nice, but uh, it's too expensive. I, I I don't get it. Why it's so expensive? So it's it's really relative. Um, I wish I was one of those one of those people <laughs> on on that camp. Yeah. Yeah. On that. Yeah. 5K. No. 2K. It's just fine. <laughs> HD. No. Why? Why? Why bother? So it it, it really isn't a, a device for everyone. It, it it's mainly for people that work with photography and 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 movie making. Okay. Yeah. Well, perhaps you're right. Actually, but in the 2015, mm-hmm. they launched the, they upgraded the, the 20, oh my God. <laughs> in 2015, they upgraded the iMac Retina 21.5 inches. Mm-hmm. To, a, to a 4K display, yeah. Core i5 and Iris Pro, it's an integrated graphics. It's not that fast. No, but it still it, had... it's enough to, do, to drive a 4K display, with, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but not much more, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, 8 gigs of RAM, again, and a terabyte hard drive, again, not a fusion again, drive. Yeah. Uh, but they managed a lower price of $14.99, and probably this is the, the, the iMac for the common people that you're referring to. Mm-hmm. You know? It has a much lower yeah. price point, and it still looks good, and sure. probably most people won't, uh, won't notice much difference. Yeah, that's the point, yeah. And now it gets us to, to, the, to this year's WWDC, and they, they upgraded both iMacs, the 21 and the 27, 
And now they have a Petri display. They already have. But there's 500 nits instead of, instead of 300. Actually, I think they already were in 400. No, 500. No, it was a 43% brighter than the last generation. The last so it's, generation, a, yeah. it's a big jump. Yeah, awesome jump. And, yeah. and they also claim that they, they do 10-bit dithering and that can reproduce 1 billion colors. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't know that we could see 1 billion colors. but We can't. Okay. <laughs> we can't. No, we can't. But the, the thing is that if you have more colors, if you have more colors, you can see uh, better reproduced um, uh, tone gradation between colors. I don't know if you ever saw a, a JPEG picture with, um, I don't know, lower quality perhaps. Yeah, you can see the, um, a kind of a rainbow effect on, on, the, uh, on the sky. Have you seen that, that effect? Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't remember. You perhaps saw saw it, but it did, you didn't take notice. But that's because it, it it doesn't have enough colors. It actually has enough colors to cover the human eye uh, sensibility, but uh, it's not enough to to cover gradation between colors. So yeah. Okay, so we can see a billion colors, but we can see the gradation. Is that is that right? Yeah, uh, it's. It's not that we we can see the the artifacts from having a bad reprodu- reproduction from uh, from tones to tones. All right. So uh, with this separate, we also get a ten bit HEVC <laughs> decoder, uh, which it's the new um, codec for. This is uh, hardware support for the I think two six five codec, mm-hmm. the H two six five. We usually, normally, every vi- the video, every video is encoded in two H two six four. That's it. And this is a new, this is new standard, which gives us uh, the same video quality at half the size, or the double, double the quality at the same size, That's which is size. great. Yeah. Uh, actually, this was already supported by m- <laughs> most everybody. <laughs> Apple was a little behind on this one. <laughs> the Fusion Drive is now standard on every twenty seven inch model. Still not on the 21st inch, though. <laughs> on the 21.5 20, inch. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a 50% faster SSD. And now it can go up to, terab- to, to 2 terabytes. Great. Uh, it has 80% faster graphics. Actually, I'm sorry. This, uh, I'm, I was reading the wrong, <laughs> the wrong uh, line. <laughs> The eighty percent fast graphic is the the twenty one point five inch model, the one that has the the integrated the integrated the graphic. graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they also have the the twenty one point five with an external graphics card, and that's three times faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twenty seven actually has the best graphics card they had so far, and they say they are capable of creating uh, VR content, which was uh, something I have actually. I've heard uh, people criticizing Apple uh, developers because they couldn't develop uh, they couldn't develop for VR on the on the Mac, yeah, even if it. they wanted to. They needed a Windows machine for it, and so apparently the new twenty-seven inch iMac it's good enough for that. Mm-hmm. The prices are also really nice because the the standard iMac the twenty-five point twenty-one point five without Retina it's. Ten ninety nine. It's very accessible. The Retina four K, perhaps the most accessible IMAX yeah. since, since ever. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. the, the 4K, it's $12.99. And uh, the 5K, the new 5K, actually costs $17.99. So it's awesome. a big drop. Yeah. When I was watching the WBC, I was, wow, this is really great. And then they launched... One more they, thing. Yeah, <laughs> one more thing. You know? They, they actually didn't do that. that, that. <laughs> no, they didn't. They, they didn't. didn't do it. Uh, they didn't. But they announced one, part of, one thing they don't have. The iMac Pro. They intend to launch it in December, and uh, and that's wanna... because of a couple of reasons, is yeah, it? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, because of a couple of reasons. Do you want to go? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, it's quite simple. It's because they they don't have the the Mac Pro ready. They have a a very old Mac Pro now. The 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 fantastic uh, Mac trash can, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an awesome device, by the way. It might have its, its flaws, but it's it's a beautiful device with one of the most innovative, at least for me, the um, air-cooled uh, system ever, I think. Um, but they get this, themselves cornered with it because they weren't able to to address um, upgrades as easily as they as they could. So they still have a a, a Macintosh from 2013 which people won't be able to to upgrade as easily as they should so yeah now we have a mac pro a nimac pro yeah nimac pro so they announced a nimac pro which is in space gray, space gray oh yeah so it looks so good <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it looks good just because it's different or because Space Gray is better, but it's, it's like the Dark Vader version of the iMac. It's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So they're calling it the most powerful Mac ever. But yeah, this, this, is, this is so... so It's nuts because it's an iMac, you know? It, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, that, it's, a, it's it was that, that desktop computer made of desktop parts, uh, made of uh, laptop parts, remember? And now they're... Yeah, and now they're calling it the most powerful Mac ever. They don't have it yet, but, <laughs> but I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Uh, and they said they can, they can put up an 18-core Xeon processor, mm -hmm. uh, Radeon Vega graphics that are the new graphic cards from AMD, from the, the workstation version that, that can do single and half-position computing. Mm -hmm. They say this is good for scientific and machine learning. To have the single and half for particle computer. simulations also, which is very CPU intensive and GPU intensive. Yeah. All right. It can have up to one hundred twenty-eight gigs gigs of ECC RAM, which mm -hmm. is huge. And and that's because they they have a dual a dual slot for SSDs. Yeah, but still, one hundred twenty-eight. Yeah, it's awesome. Actually, the new the new IMAX, uh, can go to thirty-two gigs of RAM, DDR four. Finally. Yeah, yeah. No, 64. The, the new 27 yeah. iMac can have 64. 64, that's it. So you're looking at the top-level machine with 22 teraflops of, of uh, processing power. That's huge. <laughs> if you want to, to make a comparison, you, one, of, one of the most recent... Um, it, it's, it's not a computer. It's a, it's a console, but... It, it's, it has a lot of, of, uh, of power, which is the Xbox One X. And a lot of people are talking about it. I, I think they, they slate it as a, a, a six teraflop device. 
and it, it costs what um, that's new Xbox right the new Xbox and it's about uh, six hundred dollars so there's oh. a lot of bang for buck on on this uh, on this Macintosh not really this is gonna cost a lot <laughs> it's gonna cost a lot but it it has 22 teraflops of processing power it's huge man yeah okay up to four, four terabytes hard drive, SSD hard drive which mm-hmm. which seems really nice four terabytes it's and it has a 10 gig internet that we're always talking about. <laughs> yeah. After looking at this, and they were planning to launch this, apparently, uh, for a while, I, I can see now why they, they, they didn't do, they, they thought they could do without the Mac Pro. Because this is, this is basically the Mac Pro. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to have an iMac Pro and the Mac Pro. Yeah. And there's a lot to talk about. It has two ter- two Thunderbolt co- controllers, and I don't think the, the did the Mac the original the not the original the trash can Mac Pro. Uh, did it have two controllers? I, I don't think it did. I don't remember because that's kind of big. Because now you can drive besides the five K display, you can drive another two five K five K displays. Oh yeah, they they said that you could drive two five K plus RAID array. Array the ray, yeah. Array the ray. At the same time, it was pretty amazing. So there's there's a lot of power in that in an iMac, yeah. Yeah, but it's going to cost a lot. I think one of the advantages of having a an actual Mac Pro hmm. and being modular is you can it can be a little more custom. You know, you can have. I don't need a big. I don't need the eight cores. I need only four cores. But oh, a, the options are, really are, more, are more customizable. Yeah. Yeah, it's and you can probably get something more customizable mm-hmm. and more upgradable for a, a lesser cost. No? Do we have a a number for the price? <laughs> this oh the base the base model five thousand five thousand five thousand not the eighteen core version. That's the eight core version. <laughs> I don't know what the base. Uh, actually, I don't know what base model is. I think it has at least a. It has a one terabyte, one terabyte uh, SSD. Yeah. Not a fusion drive, an SSD. Yes, an S- of course. This is. And perhaps thirty-two gigabytes of RAM. I don't know. I don't think I don't think they mentioned it. I they think said it is. they would. Okay. What What impressed me the most was that they <laughs> they actually managed to put this on the same on the same iMac body. It's the same iMac. It's the same dimensions. And they got uh, an 80% uh, additional thermal dissipation capacity. So, do you think that next year IMAX are going to all have this, uh, this new um, technology? Uh, I think looking at Apple's history, uh, we can expect them to incorporate some of the advances they achieved on the iMac Pro to the, to the cheaper models, the, the IMAX. But uh, not all of them. Uh, I... I they w- they certainly won't need the, the um, enhanced cooling capacity because no they- no they need because we could have better graphics card. Oh, you're right. They could. Well, for example, the 21.5 inch model always has a, a worse graphics card because it doesn't it can't dissipate the the heat. You're right. So that that's probably a a, a nice upgrade to to scale back to the iMac. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. great. You could have a normal iMac, but uh, with a very good with You're a right. top. I, I was only I was only uh, remembering of the CPU. I, so yeah, the GPU also <laughs> needs a lot of, of uh, dissipation. Yeah. yeah, GPUs. Yeah, especially they're they're really big. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, I just want to mention, in the middle of all this, there was one thing that actually made me smile. Then they're going to launch the Magic Keyboard with a numeric keypad. And that's huge because you work in Excel, right? I do, yeah. But you don't use an numeric keypad, do you? Wrong. <laughs> you do? I do. I have. You have an external. I have an external keyboard with a with a numerical keyboard. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. And I I use it a lot. Yeah. Everybody that uses Excel needs needs a numpad. Sure. I don't know about that in other applications, but if you use Excel, if you use numbers, you need you really need that. Yeah. And actually, that's big for people who use Mac for scientific purposes. Yeah, the numeric keyboard it's a must have. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Sierra, but we should probably leave it for another day. Yeah, and I think we can fill an episode with it. It's maybe a, a shorter episode, but it's it's got a few nice things. Now I have a lot to say about the APFS, so expect more information, yeah. You have a lot to say. I don't because uh, I don't understand it very well. <laughs> well, I, I can pretend that I understand, and hopefully our, our listeners won't be able to tell the difference. All right. <laughs> now you're learning. <laughs> if you missed episode three, we now have a Gmail account. An oak? That, huh? Episode oak or episode... Uh, episode three. Pine tree? Pine tree? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making fun of your accent. Oh, it's that bad. It oh, sounded man. like tree, like not three. <laughs> okay. I'm in the kitchen. It's the echo. It's, it's not me. <laughs> That's unprofessional of you to be cooking and doing a podcast at the same time. I'm not cooking. I just need a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a table. In the last podcast, I was in the bedroom, so that this is bad. Oh, you were in the bedroom listening to my voice. Oh, boy. Oh, I, oh it's worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were saying. So, you, I was saying you can now contact us at... Um, Podcast at gmail.com and find us on Twitter and Facebook yeah you can add Tutti Saber on Twitter and add Tutti Saber on Facebook you can we're everywhere <laughs> no we're not everywhere but we're, we're on iTunes we're on iTunes we're on iTunes yeah <laughs> Woo. We, we still don't have any listeners but we're on iTunes <laughs> when are you guys going to start to listen to us at least we we have a lot of fun doing those episodes. Yeah. Actually, the last episode was fun until the last few minutes because it was a bit of a panic. We thought we lost everything. <laughs> wow, that was a bad moment. We did lots some things, but uh, that was going to be the original IMAX show. Uh-huh. But it, it was all for the better because I, I think we, we weren't very focused, don't you think? I don't think we were focused today, but... <laughs> I think we're more focused today than we ever were. <laughs> today we had show notes. And that says a lot. No, you cannot reveal that. <laughs> okay, okay. We didn't. I'm just... It's all in my memory. I know all the specs. Of course we have some notes, dude. On this one. We didn't have on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> don't say a word. Okay. okay this was great. Uh, I hope someone out there is listening and, uh, and having fun while doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're having fun, and I hope we, we you have fun too. Uh, hopefully, not in a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, episode three, episode three. Ah, oh, no, I get it. I, I said three. Yeah, you heard it. Yeah, episode three. <laughs> episode Bush. No, <laughs> oh, it's even worse. <laughs> I should I should edit this all, all this out. I should, should I really should. Um, on episode three, we didn't actually get to say much uh, about Apple, but we had—I uh, think it was a fun. We were a bit loose, <laughs> and uh, 
It, it's basically a pre-show talk. It's a, it's a show about the pre-show. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. It's a bonus episode. So, to wrap things up, can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you say veterinary? Um, <laughs> it's in Portuguese. I say it wrong in Portuguese, not in English. Oh, you're right. Joke's on me now. Bye, guys. See you next time. <laughs>